The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Thomas called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But Thomas said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger into the nail marks and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now, a week later, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. The Gospel of the Lord. We are celebrating today the Feast of St. Thomas the Apostle. Tradition says that he went to India to evangelize, and it was there that he died as a martyr. And not a whole lot of information can be gleaned from the scriptures about him except the gospel that we heard today. The gospel that we heard today is one of the two stories that directly refers to St. Thomas. And the other one was in the gospel of John when when Jesus decided to go to, to Jerusalem after the death of Lazarus, knowing that to go through Jerusalem was to enter into the enemy's den, to which Thomas said to the other apostles, let us also go to die with him. But, but the famous one that gave him the title, Doubting Thomas, is the gospel story that we heard this morning. I've said this before, especially during uh, the, Easter, the Easter octave homilies, and I pose this question reflecting on this gospel. How did Christ remove the disciples' fear, especially the fear and doubt of Thomas about the resurrection of Jesus? Jesus removed it by asking Thomas to touch his wounds. Put your finger here, and see my hands, and bring your hand, and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. In order for us to truly experience the joy of the resurrection, we can't escape touching the wounds of Christ. We have to touch his wounds. And many times, you know, we're uncomfortable and vulnerable when we touch wounds, our own wounds when we confront our own woundedness and also deal with the woundedness of the people around us, especially our loved ones. You know, they are 
uncomfortable, sometimes frustrating, sometimes discouraging. We tend to avoid wounded people. But Jesus tells us that if you want to truly experience resurrection and eternal life, we have to confront our own woundedness and the wounds of others. And we see that, you know, played out in our own lives in one way or another. You know, when we try to avoid a problem, we're just putting a bandage over it. But the problem is still there. And it's just a matter of time that it will pop up again or it will surface again. We have to be able to take a look at it, embrace it, ask for forgiveness, ask for God's help, ask for, for faith, for greater faith, just like Thomas did in the gospel today. What are the wounds that I fear to touch that's hindering me that's hindering me to experience the joy of the resurrection, the joy of the resurrection. I was talking to, to a friend of mine, and, uh, and he was suffering from, from, from a form of addiction, and, uh, and he, he, he really tried his best. He really t- tried his best to, to do well, but it's because it's so, it's so ingrained in him already. He has been into it for years and years and years that he just needed professional help. And it was until his wife discovered his addiction that, that he was finally freed. You know, he started the journey. He started the journey to, to, to good health or to recovery. But it took him a while to even accept it. I don't have this problem. I can deal with this myself. But it was until he let other people, especially his loved ones, to touch his own woundedness that he was able to go through healing. Now he's no longer alone in his struggle, in his battle. He's supported by the people that he loved. When Thomas touched the wounds of Christ, he did not only heal his own unbelieving or unbelief or his doubt. He also healed the unbelief of his fellow apostles and even our own unbelief. When Thomas touched the wounds of Christ, he also restored our faith. And for generations and generations. And from him, we heard the most eloquent summary of the person of Christ, my Lord and my God. Lord signifying his, his complete humanity, that Jesus is fully man. But also he addressed Jesus, my Lord and my God, underscoring the fullness of his divinity as well. That's what we actually utter when the priest, you know, elevates the host during during the consecration. Um, Silently, as the priest, as the priest, uh, you know, as the priest elevates the host and the wine, we silently affirm that 
in our hearts. My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. The most important juncture in the Eucharist is where we affirm that despite our unbelieving at times. What are the wounds that I fear to touch that's hindering me to experience the resurrection of Jesus? St. Thomas gave us the courage to touch wounds so that we may experience healing just like you did. St. Thomas, pray for us.